0: Hi everyone, I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That?, a podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome you guys, welcome to today's Friday bonus episode of the podcast. I am so happy that you're here, and if you're new and you're listening and you're thinking, hold on, bonus episode, am I in the right place? Yes, you are. Basically, our bonus episodes have been so much fun. We have been highlighting young women who have started businesses during the 2020 quarantine. And when I say young, I mean, these girls are college students and they took their passions and they ran with it during the quarantine. It has been so inspiring, so much fun to meet these amazing young women. Many of them have kind of overlapped and encouraged one another and even recommended each other to me to come on the podcast. So today's episode, With Morgan is going to be one I know you'll enjoy. Before we dive into Morgan's episode, I wanted to extend a genuine thank you to those of you who've left a five star review for the podcast on Apple. That means so much to me to see what you guys are thinking, to see how you're enjoying the podcast. It means so much. And for you guys to take the time out of your day to leave that five star review, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't done so yet, please do feel free to head over to Apple. You can go to How Did She Do That and you can find us, you can find the reviews there and please do feel free to leave that five star review. Well, we have so many amazing things happening uh, at the podcast, one in particular, I'm really excited about. We're going to do a series this summer highlighting women who have overcome the unimaginable. I have had an organization reach out to me that this is this is someone I truly never thought I would have the opportunity to speak with, and I'm really excited. So if you know someone in your life that has overcome a great tragedy that you think would be encouraging to others, please do let us know. We're going to be looking to highlight those amazing women. Well, you guys, let's get into today's episode with Morgan. I'm so excited about it. Here is Morgan McGlasson on How'd She Do That? Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of How'd She Do That? Today's guest, Morgan McGlasson, is the heart and soul behind Morgan Made, a shopping and retail brand that specializes in personalized iPhone cases. Morgan is a senior public relations major at the University of Oklahoma and is a member of the Chi Omega sorority on campus, where she's honored to serve as the chapter president. When Morgan isn't creating fun designs, shipping product for her small business, or encouraging other young entrepreneurs, she is likely traveling, working out, relaxing on the beach, or spending time with her friends and family. Morgan, welcome to. How'd she do that?
1: Hi, Emily. What an intro. Thank you so much. I'm so excited
0: to be on today. Well, I am so excited about this, and this has been a long time coming because way back in Haley Biggs' bonus episode, she actually suggested you as a guest.
1: Yes, she has been my best friend since high school, and we've kind of gotten to go on this journey of creating our small businesses at around the same time and growing them together. And we actually live in the same sorority house together. So it's been an awesome little journey to experience with her by my side also.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I didn't realize that you guys were so close in proximity too. I knew you were close in heartstrings and friendship, but I had no idea you guys (laughs) were in the same house. How fun is that?
1: Yes, she literally lives right down the hall from me. It's so fun.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Well, you guys, those of you who are listening, again, welcome. This is going to be such a fun conversation. This is a bonus episode with Morgan and I am pumped, Morgan, to have you on. I always find that conversations with women like yourself, students, are actually some that I have the biggest takeaways. So I'm ready to dive in. Let's do it. let's do it. (laughs) Well, I always love to start at the beginning. And for you guys, that's fairly easy to do because you're still working through school and, and whatnot. But I'd love to take it a step back. I'd love to hear a little bit more about perhaps where you're from. And then I mentioned that you're at the University of Oklahoma, but perhaps tell us how you decided to go there as well.
1: Yes, for sure. So I'm from Frisco, Texas. It's kind of in the Dallas area. Um, I was born in Plano, which, but I've always just been in the Dallas suburb area. Um, I decided to go to the University of Oklahoma for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> um, I think the most important reason that really drew me to OU um, when I was on my tour, I just literally felt like this is where I'm meant to be. This is my home. I went, I toured about five or six or other colleges, both in Texas and Oklahoma. But it was just a different feeling, which sounds weird to say, like, when you know, you know. But whenever I just was touring campus, I just felt so at home. And they also have such a close-knit community. Just, It's a big campus, but it feels small. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just really get to know your professors and everyone in your classes. And it's just a real hometown feel. Uh, They also have a great Greek life, which I was very interested in coming into college, (laughs) a super strong football team, which is fun to watch too. And it's in pretty much close proximity to my hometown of Dallas. It's about three hour drive. Um, So it just kind of lined up in all the perfect ways.
0: Oh, I love it. And I don't know if you know this, but I went to McKinney High School.
1: You're kidding! So, That's super close to uh,
0: me. Yeah, so I know all the Plano, Frisco, all those connect. So I, I, I'm feeling very connected to you in that way. And I totally agree that there was something for me. I went to Baylor. There was something about just walking around the campus. I remember I went to a couple of different uh, universities to kind of check it out. And much like you, it just felt like home. So it's fun to hear that you had that same experience. Now you are a senior at this point, so you've done the whole process process of figuring out your major. Could you give us a little insight into how you landed on public relations?
1: Yes. So, going through high school, I kind of had pushed it to the side. I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. Across that bridge when I get there. So, coming into <laughs> college, my major was literally undecided. Like, that's what I literally major was called. same. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I took a class my first semester of my freshman year called Gateway to Majors. And I was so thankful for that class because it's just a huge overview of all the majors and minors at OU. Wow. And that played a huge role in uh, narrowing down my choice to land on public relations. Um, and in the end, I kind of just landed on public relations because it is broad. And I still don't really necessarily know exactly (laughs) what career I want to go into when I graduate. But I just thought that public relations could give me the foundation of those classes that could help me in marketing and public relations and other advertising agencies. And it just would give me that education that I would need to pursue anything in that type of field. Um, So that's how I landed on public relations. And my minor is enterprise studies. Um, I had kind of thought about going into marketing at one point, but it's in the business college here, not the journalism college. And so I wasn't really about taking the math classes. So I decided to stay in the journalism college. But (laughs) enterprise studies is basically like a marketing minor without the math, they like to call it.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, well, you are speaking my language there are, there are so many things I'm like I'm laughing. I'm like one we would have been friends if we were in college together and two, Yay. I literally was undecided until they they basically say, okay, you can't be undecided. <laughs> anymore. Right, right. Now, tell me this, because um, I, so many of my listeners, many of them are your age, but we even have women who have empty nesters. So they're actually more of your parents' age, which is really fun to think about. That gateway to majors class, I've never heard of such a thing, but how awesome is that? Is that something that you're aware of is at other universities?
1: I, to my knowledge, I believe it's just at OU, I haven't really heard of any of my other friends at different colleges taking a course like that, but it's kind of a broad, it's part of the university college, that's what they call it. And they have gateways to like specific majors, like gateways to psychology, and then you can go and get help from TAs that can either help like tutor you or just give advice to you. And it's just for freshmen, but it's just a really cool program that OU offers that is super helpful.
0: That is amazing. That is really, really awesome. I, again, I've never heard of such a thing. So I was curious. And for those of you who are listening, maybe that's something you need to bring to your college or, or see if that's a course that's an option for you, because I would have loved to have had that. And I I too, I narrowed things down looking at how many math and sciences I needed to take mm-hmm. and veered away from them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Same. love it. Well, it's so fun to hear a little bit more insight into what you've been up to at school. Now, I'd love to hear how has being in college during a pandemic been for you?
1: Yes, it has definitely been chaotic to say <laughs> the least. Um, earlier this, I guess that was last year now in March, we were on spring break with my family. We we're skiing in Lake Tahoe. And that's when we started getting all the emails, all the news started going crazy about COVID and everything. So we we're like, Oh, goodness, we need to get back to Dallas. So we <laughs> have flown back. And we just kept getting email after email. School will be postponed two weeks. School will be postponed a month. And then finally, wow. we're doing online classes for the rest of the semester. And so it was hard uh, especially moving out of my sorority house this is my second year living inside of our chapter facility mm. and it is just such a weird transition going to living with 90 other girls and then coming home to my three other person family and oh. just adjusting to that and how different like the social settings are um, it definitely encouraged me not to take things for granted now that I'm back at school mm-hmm. um, it I just had a different shift in my motivations in a lot of different things like with school the motivation for school would be like getting to see my classmates every day and getting mm-hmm. to see my friends in those classes and all of that got taken away when we moved to online classes and then with working I just before previously had worked just for the money um, but then during quarantine and starting Morgan Maid and everything, I worked for it to be a fun activity and a pastime and a time to get to meet new people. Um, and then within my sorority, I had just a huge shift in appreciating us being together and craving time together and being back. Mm. Um, so it was definitely challenging, but I will always treasure those months that I got to spend with my younger sister and my parents at home because that will most likely be the longest time period of time that I'll get to live with them uh, from now until forever after I graduate. (laughs) So it helped me grow my business. It helped me grow my character. And I just think even though it was hard, it was totally worth it to get through it.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. And are you guys back in person classes now?
1: I have about half and half right now. All of my classes in the fall were in person, but a lot of my friends had all virtual, but they announced for this upcoming fall that they'll be all in person. So I'm excited about that. Oh, that's so
0: exciting. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about past recordings and it's really fun, Morgan, to be able to have this conversation with you where there's light at the end of the tunnel. Some of these episodes, right. it's like, we're still just like, okay, when are things going to start moving? So it's really I fun know. to talk to you in kind of a hind, hindsight. And I love hearing the silver linings of your experience in quarantine, mostly likely the first being that time with family, but then wow. Okay. During quarantine, you decided to take on this passion project turned business Morgan made. I am so excited to hear about it. So tell us a little bit about the beginning timeframe and maybe how did you even come up with this idea? I, I want to hear all about it. So maybe start with the timeframe and perhaps the, the first inkling of this idea.
1: Yes, for sure. So, originally the thought stemmed from I had gotten a monogrammed case for Christmas. So this would have been Christmas 2019, um, and it took about a month and a half, almost two months, to come in because it was custom with my name on it, and it was also over a hundred dollars. And so <laughs> I was like, "Wow, there's got to be another way to have cute, personalized phone cases that don't break the bank and also don't take." two months to get in. Um, And so I had always just kind of thought that throughout middle school. And when I was younger, I'd loved collecting phone cases and just kind of using it as an accessory. Um, So that was kind of what stemmed the idea. And then, like you had mentioned, my friend Haley Big, she started Hand Stitched by Haley Ann around the same period of time. And She lives in Edmond now. She grew up in Dallas, but she moved to Edmond and she was just spending all her time starting her new business. And (laughs) I was like, dang, I'm really bored. I want to do something like that because she's making money. She has stuff to do. She's having fun. And so I just would kind of ask her, like, how did you start it? What was your inspiration? Is it hard? Because I feel like there's just so much worry and concern around starting your own business that it's like impossible or that it's like super hard to do. When in reality, all you just got to do is kind of get a plan and stick with it and run with it. And so she played a huge role in inspiring me to kind of take my own route and just go for it and start it. Uh So that was definitely the inspiration behind it. I started with like a little discount giveaway type thing. And of course it was like for five people and five people were like some of my closest friends that bought them. And so it just has really taken off from there. I've made almost 500 cases at this point wow. and it's just awesome how much it's grown.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. This is so fun. Cause there's so much to unpack here. Um, first I want to know, When you're thinking, because so many of my listeners, many, many of you who are listening, you may know Morgan in person, or you may know her brand. Um, And many of you, you know, the feedback that I receive is that one, they love these conversations because they get to hear the beginning stages of any business. And I love what you just said, because I think a huge deterrent for young women, myself included, is where to begin the the hill seems too big to climb. How could I, po- I have this idea. I could, I see what it could be, but I don't know how to get up there because I'm down here. So what was the first, I mean, what was the very first thing that you did? Did you buy a, you know, clear case from somewhere? Did you get a, a printer for stickers? I mean, what was the first movement and step forward and at the time, were you thinking, okay, I need to launch a website? Were you taking, you know, were you on Google Drive? I mean, tell me a little bit about those details. Like the first like launch day, here I am. What did you do?
1: Right. So I started really small. And first of all, I was like, okay, how am I even going to make these things? And right. so I had heard of this thing called a cricket. Have you heard of that before? No. No. Okay. So it's basically like a sticker printer. It's usually used for like scrapbooking, but I was like, I think I could use this for a different purpose. (laughs) So I went to Hobby Lobby near my house and I got a Cricut and I was like, okay, this is my first business expense. (laughs) So I bought that (laughs) and I bought a bunch of different colors of vinyl. And then I was like, okay, I need to find a quality clear case that I can use because I don't want it just to be I drop my phone all the time. I don't know about you, but I <laughs> needed it to be a quality case that people would actually want to keep on their phones for a long time, not just for a fashion thing and then take it off. Mm. So I found a brand that I really liked on Amazon. So I started ordering those and I just kind of went from there. I had to watch a lot of YouTube videos on how to get the vinyl through the Cricut, how to create the designs and I use Canva and then I export it to the Cricut app and I just kind of figured it out from there. It definitely took a lot of research to figure it out. um, because it is like a craft, but there's a lot of technology that goes into the whole thing. Like I have to I print the vinyl on the inside of the cases so they don't wear off. And so all images have to be reflected backwards. So it's a lot of mind game type of things that go into it. But that's kind of where I started. I just went for it and then it caught on so it was awesome
0: see this is what i love about conversations like this because you're pointing out things that i'm sure you didn't even know at the beginning like you you may mm-hmm. not have even thought okay i need to flip this photo or flip this image so it can be on the inside of the case so that it doesn't scratch off i mean i'm actually right. looking at my phone case and it's um it's <laughs> it's a custom um case that my sister got me it's not morgan made sadly but it has my dogs face all over it. And the reason I'm saying this is because it's actually printed on the outside of the case. But Mm -hmm. I love to hear that you went a step further and you're like, no, I'm going to protect the image, protect the graphic. And I'm going to do this flip. And I'm guessing, tell me if I'm wrong. You didn't know how to do that before you started this.
1: Right. Yeah. No way. And especially (laughs) because the vinyl, it's only sticky on one side. So I'd have to get certain vinyls that were colored on both sides, even the sticky side. So, it definitely took a lot of thinking to try to figure out how to get it on the inside where it still showed up on the outside and that came across the right way and everything, but it just definitely took some thinking to go into it.
0: So, did you have a few samples that you had available? What did it look like those first few cases were were their friends? I mean, these were always custom, so it's not like you have a ton of cases that all look the same that are ready to go out. Right. So what right. did it look like to kind of start your inventory?
1: So, yeah, that was definitely kind of a struggle at the beginning because I couldn't necessarily mass order the cases because of right. how there's the 11 and the 11 pro and the 11 pro max, and they're all oh, different sizes. Wow! And yes. so I have to personally order like each case for each customer. So I did start out with those five that had the discount at the beginning. I kind of just worked with them, kind of like, what are you thinking? I sent them a couple ideas. And after I I think probably I finished like my first hundred and um I reached out to an Instagram influencer, one of my favorites, Mary Ralph Lawson. It has a great sense of fashion. And so I was like, this is who I want representing my brand. And so I DM'd her and was like, I'm starting a new business. Is there any way we could collab and I can make you a case and she was so nice and was like yes of course that's so awesome I'd love to do that and so I made the Mary Ralph collection and it has I think seven different designs in it and she I made one of the seven for her and shipped it out to her and that just seriously grew my business like an insane amount I think she has like a little over 50,000 followers on Instagram and so with her posting that like made a huge impact on my feed and people following me um, and she was so awesome she said like when she posted about it it was the most like profile clicks that she'd ever had on a product which just made me have like grow my confidence in my business uh-huh. also and so that's just kind of how I started with the designs and just kind of collaborating with people seeing what they want seeing what I can do for them and making sure it's perfectly what they're wanting. Um, and just perfecting and tailoring it to each person. Well, that's
0: so fun to hear about the Mary Ralph Connect, and hopefully, this is kind of a sneak peek. Hopefully, we'll have her on the podcast at some point. Oh, um, awesome. We've touched, we've touched base on that, but I love to hear. That's so cool that you were able to think, okay who is someone who's in line with my brand? And I love that you thought of Mary Ralph and you're like, okay, how can I move forward with this? And perhaps there's some kind of collaboration. Now, did you ever hesitate? Did you ever think, oh no, what if she doesn't respond? Or, oh no, what if she says no? Was that even a thought that you had? I mean, you click send regardless.
1: Yes, I definitely thought that. Um, I had a lot of doubts like at the beginning of starting Morgan Made because of course, like embarrassment is a factor. I was like, what if no one buys it? And I put in all of this work to buying the machine, learning how to do it, and then everyone thinks it's a bad idea. Um, and so that definitely played a factor. Thankfully, this is actually kind of a funny story. But Mary Ralph had posted, she does kind of like closet hauls and she'll like sell her stuff sometimes. And so I had previously slid up on her story and asked like the pricing of something. So I think that I wasn't <laughs> in like her Instagram requests because I had already asked that question and she'd responded to me. So I think I used that as a little bit of a strategy <laughs> unknowingly, um, but I just sent out a t- little chat to her and asked, kind of explained my business, how I was trying to grow it and then she said yes, which I was shocked about. I was actually freaking out that she said yes. Um, but it has been surprising to me. Like people are very open. Another kind of influencer, I'd reached out to Bella Robertson, one of Sadie Robertson's siblings. Yes. Um, and she was, again, so nice. She was like, I don't usually do this, but this sounds like a great idea. And she let me make her a case. And so it's just definitely I don't think that those influencers realize how much of an impact they can make by encouraging the small businesses and participating and either posting about it or just having small businesses make them a product because that just increased my confidence so much in my business and really just encouraged me and supported me, even though they unknowingly probably knew that it did that much for me. But that was definitely awesome connections that I got through Morgan made.
0: Well, that's so awesome. And it's such a cool, it's so cool to hear about how you were being creative. And again, thinking of people who align with your brand. And I love that you didn't wait to have 10,000 followers to reach out to someone. I love that you Mm -hmm. didn't wait around to say, Oh, well, once I, you know, X, Y, Z, once X, Y, Z happens, I'll reach out. Then I'll be able to collaborate. No, you guys, those of you who are listening, I mean, listen to what Morgan's saying. She what what's the worst thing that could happen you see that they saw it and they don't say anything for right, Morgan exactly. you know it's like what what did you really have to lose now here's a question well and real quick you guys those of you who are listening i really do want that to encourage you because i think that says a lot about morgan about her confidence but also about her idea it was a good idea And she got to see that through even more through the people she talked to and through the people who were like, yeah, totally. Send me a case. I'm excited. Um, Now, I do want to ask you something because This is a question that I think a lot of people have about collaborations or if you're going to send off a product. Did you make it clear or did you say, you know, if and when I send you the case, please share? Were you really specific about that? What did that kind of look like, uh, that part of the conversation? Because I think a lot of women can be hesitant to kind of add in requirements, but it's necessary as a business owner.
1: Yes, for sure. Um, our okay. initial kind of interaction with all of it was very informal and I hadn't really done any type of like contract type of thing with her. Um, eventually Mary off did reach out to me and wanting to do a partnership type of thing, but unfortunately I couldn't really make it work out just with college and sorority and everything like that. Um, but which I'd love to do eventually. Uh-huh. Um, but with her it was just kind of like, Hey, I'm gonna send this to you, will you please post about it? And Luckily, a lot of her content is in a mirror when she's showing like her outfits or she's showing skincare. And so that was kind of just like a super niche thing that I didn't even realize. But when she's filming herself in the mirror, the case would show. And she said like people would slide up and ask where she got her case from and everything. And a lot of people look up to her, obviously shown by her following, her comments, everything. And so I think girls seeing something unique like that, that they don't often see, I think just really perked a lot of people's um, interest in Morgan made in general.
0: Wow. Yeah. Even thinking about like in a mirror, I mean, and people are DMing her saying, where's your case from where's that's really, really fun. That's really cool Mm -hmm. to hear. Well, tell me about this because we're kind of talking, this is the early stage. Remind me when was, when did you launch? What month?
1: I launched in May. So I kind of the whole idea and process was forming throughout April. And I had just kind of done an initial post saying like something big is coming soon. And I had reposted it to my personal account. And so my personal followers would be able to go and follow that account and see what I was going to have announced. And so then I announced it in about mid May. And then it has really taken off since there. Amazingly.
0: Yes. And to think that you're coming up on a year, it's so fun to think about. There are so many small businesses that are coming up on a year. So I think it's a real highlight to the quarantine that there was more time for people to be creative and to be thinking Mm -hmm. through all of this. Now, tell me this. At this point, you know beginning stages you're you're able to start shipping you're doing custom i mean inventory would be when you get the order you go and create the order because everything's custom at this mm-hmm. point do you
1: have a website what does tracking this look like so i have at the beginning i just had a google form and i still use the google form but it would just kind of be like what design do you want these are the prices venmo me whenever you fill out this form and then my collaboration with Mary Ralph happened and I just could not keep up with the orders. And I was like, okay, I can't wow. have people paying me without me being able to connect with them and tell them it's gonna be like a month or so because the demand was so high. So I had to kind of change routes a little bit and create a wait list. So now if anyone goes to check out my Morgan Made Instagram, the link in my bio is a wait list. And so it very explicitly says, do not Venmo me yet. I will contact you and I get to you on my wait list and we'll go from there. And so I still have about 200 people on my wait list. I try to take about wow. 25 to 30 orders a week just to reach out um, and check in on them. And of course, since it does take so long for me to finally get to them because of the demand, sometimes girls change their mind or they were like, oh, it was supposed to be for a birthday. and Now it's passed, and, which I totally understand. And that's just kind of a kink I've been trying to work out with Morgan Made is, do I hire someone else? Do I try to find a vendor? Because It's just hard to keep up with with one person, a college student full time, um, trying to help run my sorority and everything. So I work on Morgan Maid as much as I can, but it is a bit overwhelming sometimes just with everything else that's going on in my life. Um, But yes, right now it is just a wait list.
0: Oh my goodness. Did we just find a little business moment? It sounds like you need to hire someone Morgan.
1: Yes. I have been thinking about it for a while. And Haley Ann, she has been, she just hired her first employee. It's one of her oh my little gosh. brother's friends and she stitches for her. She logs her hours and everything. Oh. And so it's, Really been weighing on me that I need to <laughs> hire someone because whenever I was living at home over the summer, my mom would help me package up and do all of that stuff, which was a huge help because the packaging process definitely is a long one. Um, but I definitely need to hire someone. <laughs> I think that was my calling, Emily. <laughs> so wait, well,
0: let, well, this is fun. I mean, you're, you're on a podcast and, and you need help. What is this person? What do you want to put on this person? What would be some of the things they might be helping you with? Perhaps we can find somebody.
1: So yeah, calling everyone that wants to work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the part that takes me the longest is the actual making of the case. And I've talked to some of my friends about this and just trying to brainstorm. And I think that the most helpful thing would be printing the actual stickers, which is not hard at all. You just have to line up the vinyl on the little sticky canvas thing and run it through the Cricut and that cuts it all. Um, But I think that it's probably the part that would take the longest and help me the most and then i could just lay the stickers on the case and kind of go from there um so yeah let me know people slide into my dms if you yes. want to work for me
0: <laughs> yes i love it hey i think it could happen i think we might uh, have somebody who's listening who who what wants to be paid hourly i'm guessing Right. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. Well, that is so exciting. I mean, it's really fun to hear because I think a lot of people, you know, they would hear your story and they would think, oh, okay, well, she started, she did it. She has so many orders, you know, 500 plus cases are out. She's good. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. there is still things that happen as you grow and there's Mm -hmm. still more to be done, which is really fun, but you've done a fantastic job of laying the foundation for your awesome brand and business. That's so true. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Well, I feel like I could talk to you forever, but I don't want to let you go before I ask you this really fun question. I always love to know from my guest, what are you currently learning in life?
1: I think that the biggest lesson that I'm currently learning is that as we just talked about, I am so insufficient to do everything in life that I want to do. (laughs) And that's definitely been um, a learning curve for me personally in my faith and just in my life um, that God really does control our ultimate plan and us trying to control it just gets in his way and his plan. Um, And so as we've seen in the past year, life always changes literally always and takes you like places you've never thought, like if you would have asked me, a little over a year ago if i was going to start my own business i would have like been like how how did i even think to do that <laughs> and i think that just knowing that there's plan a doesn't always work out but there's always plan b c d e f like there's so many different routes of life that god will take you and support you and prosper you through and so i'm just learning to trust in his ultimate plan and just kind of being along for the ride and working hard, but not pushing myself too hard, um, just being patient and relying on the Lord during all the changes that we've had the past year and in our lives. That's definitely has been the most um, influential learning challenge in my life. So awesome. And so well
0: said. I love the encouragement of, you know, perhaps there was a plan A that isn't Mm -hmm. coming to fruition for you. There's always a plan B and always a plan C. It doesn't mean that one is better or worse than the other, but Mm -hmm. it just means that life brings you opportunities and you can step into any of them and make the the most of each one. So I love that. Thank you. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to
1: I just would like to encourage all the listeners out there just to be bold and like, go for it. Like we were talking about earlier, like it just takes that first step of going towards your dream of what you want to do and just look around, find things that interest you, find things you want to learn more about and just take that idea and just run with it. Start your own business. Just look at what your passions are and run with it. And even if a business doesn't develop out of it, just make that a passionate part of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to, you don't have to wait until the world shuts down again in a pandemic to start something. Um, it just takes that first step. So I just want to encourage all your listeners out there that they can do it. They just have to set their minds to it.
0: Oh, so true. So true. And so good. And if you guys are listening and you're encouraged, I know you're encouraged by Morgan's story. We want to hear from you. If you come up with an idea and If you think of something, and perhaps you're rewinding, and you're listening to hear what was that word again? Okay, a cricket. Keep us posted. We want to hear how you're doing. We want to hear about your business. And I have to say, I'm really excited because if you're listening today on Friday, is when this episode goes out, well, we have a giveaway happening with Morgan as well. Morgan has been so generous to join us with that. So if her items sound like something that would be fun, we do have a giveaway happening, which will be fantastic. Well, I love this because if you hadn't started Morgan Made, I maybe would have never been able to have this fun conversation with you. And to me, that's always the most amazing thing when I have guests on. I'm like, if you hadn't started it, we wouldn't be friends. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for starting your business during the quarantine. And we're all loving it. Um, And it's fun because like we mentioned early on, Haley originally introduced us and I love to continue that theme. I'd love to know, do you know that should come on and share their story?
1: For sure. So I actually have two. So the photographer that took my senior pictures, her name is Abby Shadle and she has her own photography business. She started it in high school and it has grown substantially. She's out of Dallas, Texas, but you can book her anywhere for weddings, engagements, portraits, etc. She is amazing and such a good photographer. Um, And then also another small business that started during quarantine is an Acai Bowls truck out of Edmond, Oklahoma. Um, It's called Bondi Bowls. And they started out with one truck and now they have five franchises and they're just going to go up from here. So two of those are some awesome small businesses that have definitely inspired me. And I think they would inspire a lot of other people out there too.
0: Oh, I love it. It's so fun to hear about the growth, even just from someone like you mentioned. They started in quarantine and now they have five different franchises. I mean, it's so right. fun to find the silver lining. And I think one silver lining as crazy it is, as it is during 2020 was the rise of many small businesses. As, as many as we heard were going under, there were many that that were able to take off and, and that's such a blessing. And it's so encouraging to hear that that's the case. Well, Morgan, many people have already looked you up. They've already found you on Instagram, but I would love to know where can listeners connect with you?
1: Yes. So I post all of my cases, every single design, so uh, everyone can inspire each other with creativity on my Instagram. And it's at underscore Morgan Made altogether. And it's out there, it's public. Go check me out, give me a follow. But that is definitely the main platform that I use to connect with listeners. Uh.
0: Awesome. Well, you guys are going to love connecting with Morgan. And again, don't forget to come and enter our giveaway. Morgan, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining me on today's episode.
1: Yes, Emily. Thank you so much. I've loved getting the chance to talk to you.
0: Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. I hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.